The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast are those of the host slash guest and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any of BXR entities and those they represent. what was why you are back on another thursday with the girl the goddess chess chess world the empress lady cake Mitch. yes say my name scream my name what's up fam yes we is up in the spring 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 holiday it is warm and i'm probably ready to come about this jacket in a minute because i really feel like i'm sweating i do have doors and windows open but it is not working is not working but i hope everyone is well everything is well with you and yours this evening i was enjoying the weather all day did y'all peep like the summer rain yes the sun was up the rain was falling down i was loving the weather even in the car i was like wait a minute i'm hot am i really ready had to shift over to this ac but i did resist i did not turn on the air conditioner but I did turn on events and let just like cool air breathe because it's hot, it's hot. So I already warned y'all, I'm gonna be coming up with this jacket <laughs> real, real soon. But I hope y'all got to get outside today and enjoy this weather because this Thursday did start off with just rain, guys. If you was up and added early, springing forward, that is the night's topic, springing forward like you're supposed to do since this season has started and too many just the new year right the day after um the first day of spring is considered the new year to millions 300 million or so um back to the ancient indian culture um iranian and persian and everything they consider that their new year um as spring begins so it's usually celebrated um around the world then but you know here we say december 31st but to them it makes sense to definitely breathe and you know that's when new life is birthed and everything else like that in the spring season so happy new year yes it's 2023 and we up in it so thank y'all for joining me tonight i don't have my chat up yet so i can see if anybody is hollering at me but you know how i do if you in here let me know show me some love just say hey ask any questions or anything that you may have as well as Feel free to call. The phone lines will be open 443-642-9403. And I'm here, not by myself, because you all here with me, right? In the radio internet land, right? Viewing me right now. Hmm, you better live for it. Well, y'all know how I get it started. I do have a lot to talk about. Y'all know I always have a lot to talk about. Don't, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. But I am going to definitely talk about some things y'all know how i do on the what in the what's and the what in the worlds and there's a lot of the what in the what's and the what in the worlds going on um but let's give out honor all honor and glory to god yes for bringing us to another day almost through another week for keeping us y'all know how i start the show that's right gotta make sure that good energy and good vibes is up in here 
even when I'm feeling bad, because, you know, you probably wouldn't know. They say you don't look like what you be going through, but my stomach is carrying on. I definitely have to make me an appointment um, <laughs> to follow up about it, but I've always had stomach issues and everything else like that, but guess what? God be with me and God continues to keep me. Let's do it, fam. Let's give him some love. God, thank you. Thank you for bringing us to another day, oh, Father God, continuing to keep us and guide us, Lord, in a world, oh, Father God, where a lot of things are just out of control. But we continue to give praise and have to remember to praise your name because you are still in control of this world. Oh, Father God, there's so many people that are sick and shut in, oh, Father God, whether it be emotional, physical, or even some spiritual illness, oh, Father God. But you know all and you see all, oh, Father God. Lift us up in the areas where we fall short, oh, Father God. They say, oh, Father God, that we, oh, Father God, are born into sin, oh, Father God. And every day, oh, Lord, we confess, Lord, that we are sinners, Lord, and the temptations out here, oh, Father God. And things, oh, Father God, that keep us, oh, Father God, going astray. But dear God, it's you who continues to be with us, oh, Father God, loving us even when we do not love ourselves, oh, Father God. Even when we do not feel whole, oh, Father God, it is you, oh, Father God, that makes us complete. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Lord, my prayers and love goes out to anyone, anyone who needs prayers tonight for whatever reason, Lord, you know. And I just ask that you continue to be with them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You know how we do. We got to show some love. Amen. 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 I hope that you pray every time you think about something that is coming your way or something that you is going through. That's how you got to do. I'm telling you, you got to pray your way through. It certainly does change things. And not only just prayer, but that praise too. You, you got to do it. You got to do it. I'm telling you, because things be happening, child. And if you don't know how to encourage yourself, oh, I'm telling you, it is a real, 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 real crazy thing. But thank y'all for joining me tonight. I got my topic that is spring forward. I was just thinking, you know, I do. I'm a, I'm a theme type of woman, a theme type of woman, as well as just trying to stay on track stay focused and with the holidays that's just how god is sitting fit it gives me things to talk about so springing forward uh i know a lot of y'all was complaining about this springing forward with the time now that hour that one hour that went up it messed a whole lot of y'all up i'm telling y'all when that happened over that weekend monday came and people could not get it together it was one hour i heard a lot of talk about you know they supposed to have been stopping it. I don't know how true that is. I, I did hear something about it for before, like they was trying to just do away with the whole thing of that going back on time when the uh winter season in the in fall and then spring and forward when the springtime comes. But either way, like I say, life be life and it already be moving fast, so they need to stop messing messing with those times i get it i get it it's the same time that the earth and the sun and you know day and night is the same hours and all that i was reading up on it falls with the spring equinox and all of that that's how i found out the information about you know around the world and the happy new year when the spring come in and everything else like that so you gotta read knowledge is power and you gotta learn some things and i do i make it my business to try to learn new things every single day but in springing forward how do you do it now we know you lost that hour and that spring forward but we know in all reality time 
is what? You can't get it back. You can't get it back. When it's gone, it's gone. When it has happened, it's happened. When the day is gone, we cannot relive this day. Um, again, you know, when March 20, the day is the 23rd, when this day is gone, we will never see it again. March 23, 2023. Ain't that something? 23, 23. Look, I'm into the thing about the numbers. <laughs> Me and Marty was just now talking about numbers. I need to play with this new year. Maybe I can be blessed to um, win one of these lotteries or something. Look, I'm speaking it into existence. Y'all know the energy, manifesting it. And I might just, I just might go out here and play some numbers. It's too late now. And then it's running all different too. It don't even come on TV no more. Somebody was telling me, you got to like have an app or something. Everything is there going to change it. Um, but springing forward and how do you do it? I wanted that to be the topic, of course, because it was spring and just talking about life and just coming through to encourage you tonight on how to spring forward when you are going through things. I know, I know. It sometimes would be the same things. Um, you know, I was blessed the other day to be able to give my testimony about a couple of things in my prayer. Oh, goodness. I hear my uh, bearded drink <laughs> over in the street. <laughs> but I'll be on the side. I don't think it's if I camera moving all around. I said I was going to get them before I started the show, but I didn't. So you hear the little shuffling and everything. That's all it is. I just hope. He don't feel like jumping from the tree on me because he, he loved me that much. But I just hope he stayed right there for the time being. Um, but yeah, spring forward. How do we spring forward and birth new life into ourselves and just birth new energy and just birth new vibes into stuff that is clearly did in our lives, you know, people say letting bygones be bygones and all of that. So basically with that topic tonight, that is just my message to just spring forward and it's springtime that is approaching. I don't know anything that you're going through, but I'm telling you, if you're anything like me and I'm anything like you, y'all know the same, Woo, child, we be going through so <laughs> the encouragement is just to like spring forward, just spring forward. And how do you do that? It's just the door. Just keep on going. It's the same thing, the same encouragement. Yes. But um, y'all know I got to talk about the tragedies, right? The tragedies, which are unfortunately the inevitable, but it doesn't make it any less tragic. But it's just like so weird and so strange. Here in Baltimore, I mentioned it, I think probably like, two weeks ago because these remains were found on the seventh, not quite two weeks ago. It might've been last week. Y'all know I be talking. So sometimes it just slips, slips my mind. And sometimes when I write down certain stuff to discuss on the show, I never can get to everything, but it's all good. I share it with y'all the next time. Cause it's so much to talk about. It is so much to really breakdown where you can get to know and grow together, communicate, relate. And in this day and age, you got to translate a whole bunch of this stuff, right? Translate a whole bunch of this stuff and also just be a really deep thinker. And I think, you know, that's what I am. If people call it an overthinker. Some people say that's an issue or whatever else like that. But I do. I admit I overthink. Y'all know I be diagnosing myself left and right in here. I already told y'all about my OCD condition and I also am an overthinker and that is part of that OCD 
condition that I have diagnosed, officially diagnosed myself with years ago, years ago, yeah, years ago. Um, but the tragedies, the tragedy that's still happening, and this is how I know for real that I'm a legit overthinker. And when information comes in my mind, I always go back and then think about something else. Um, but y'all heard the tragedy on December the 7th, um, remains were felt found in the 3900 block of Liberty Heights. Um, after some investigation and everything, the, the remains were identified. It was a 75-year-old lady named Miss Versi Spell. Versi Spell. I'm probably not saying that correctly. V-E-R-S-E-Y, Miss Versi Spell. Miss Versi Spell was found in this container in the 3900 block of Liberty Heights. Um, and she was reported missing. She was reported missing back in October of 2022. She ironically lived in the 3900 block of, um, is it 39? Now I think it was, yeah, 3900 block, 3935 of Burrington Road, um, which was like a little bit over a quarter of a mile from where her remains were found. But in different statements released by the family, they did um, already assume that it was some foul play and she had some ailments and she had to walk with a cane, things of that nature, taking medication. And back in October, um, when they went to the home, like her cane was still in the home, they had found her glasses or some of her belongings um, at her home, but they were like scattered outside. Uh, and it was alleged that her house was breaking, broken into. So during that time, they reported a missing. And unfortunately, I mean, fortunately, she was found so they can properly lay their loved ones to rest. But it's so unfortunate that someone did something so vicious to this older lady. You know what I mean? Our seniors, our golden people, 75 years old, Miss Versi Spell, rest in peace. Um, her remains were um, found, right? In the 3900 block of Liberty Road. But if you remember, I mean, Liberty Heights, but if you remember a while ago, it was some other remains that was found on a step two in West Baltimore, not exactly the same area. Um, I consider Liberty Heights and things like that. What is that? Consider Northwest um, around this what, like Pennsylvania Avenue? Is that just west-west? Or they consider that west, too. But anywho, it was some other remains that was found around there as well. So me, and I'm thinking, when once all of this had came out, I'm thinking, like, wait a minute. Is this somebody that is going around robbing people, whatever? Because I don't remember hearing much more information about the first case when he found the remains, um, aside from it being foul play, and that he was killed and then stuffed into this thing the same thing with misspell so i'm like wait a minute because that's not a normal that's that's not normal and see me i look at a lot of id i'm i'm a court tv type of woman uh things like that i, I remember one time before i was like look i'm looking at this stuff and it is full right so i limit it a lot y'all sometimes now because everywhere have you thinking but it will have you really face some reality, just like how we got to face reality today. It really will. Um, so some stuff I see on ID, all those things that come on there, different, you know, CNN. And just like how I said, just saying, just saying, just staying vigilant and looking at news and reading and different stuff like that. I'm telling you, you will be like, 
what in the world, what in what, um, to really see or come upon all the stuff that be happening all over the world. So the same way, like someone is somewhere else and they see our news or whatever in Baltimore, Maryland or whatever, they giving a what in the world, right? That's the same way that I'm giving a what in the world while I'm here in Baltimore as well as seeing other things. But I think a little bit of my overindulgence <laughs> in a lot of those shows and things of that nature um, has added to my overthinking. And yes, I'm telling you, I be, hmm, I be signing on a lot. I don't trust anything, but that's not only from those shows, because those shows is reality, but that's just also for me just living life, period. You know, it's just me just living life. I would be like an idiot. I would be dumb not to move in a certain way or be more conscious and everything else like that. I say not live in fear, but I'm very conscious. I'm very aware. And I definitely go with my instincts. So if I ain't feeling something, um, just put it like this. I don't force nothing. I don't force nothing. If I supposed to go somewhere, um, a party, an event, or whatever else like that, and I'm really, really just struggling and trying to go there, whatever else like that, I really pay attention to that. And that's why I said, I ain't going to come. Because there's something that does not want me <laughs> sometimes to be there or whatever. And then sometimes it's the other way. You know, when things like that happen and everything that is happening, I guess I just really try to be in tune with myself and listen to my spirit because sometimes on the other hand, those things can happen. And I'll be like, mm -mm, ain't nothing stopping me from following through or going through with this. So I just really trust my intuition and I just really try to listen. So whatever I'm feeling, I'll be like, no, 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 no. Um, but it did have my mind wandering. was like, wait a minute, is this some type of connection? I mean, if I was at BPD right now as a detective, I definitely will be pulling that old case back up, looking to see if they are connected in any way because, right, putting people remains in a container and placing them somewhere after already savagely taking their life is, like, weird shit, the weirdest of the weirdest. You know, that's how I feel about anybody who tries to do anything to dispose cutting a person up like when they go to that extent like yes i'm telling you gotta look at id um and unfortunately shocks right down you all you gotta do is look at the baltimore news and you're seeing this ridiculous stuff like that amongst other things that is ridiculous right that i always talk about each and every day or week um so yes rest in peace the miss versi spell I'm the 75-year-old woman that was found um, in West Baltimore in a container who had been missing since October 22nd. Our prayers and thoughts are with the family. That's just so sad. It's just so, so, so tragic, you know, when you hear about something like that. And especially, you know, someone who lives that such uh, 75 years old, that's been good years to me. You know what I mean? That's 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 a good, I would think. And I pray, and I and then someone I know in my spirit and my life probably was just productive, even though she was dealing with ailments or whatever else like that. But 75 years, those good years. And to just be tragically taken away like that, you know what I mean? That's, that's just always said. Anybody um, that's killed, it's just always said. I mean, anytime someone goes, it's just always said anyway. But y'all get what I'm saying. Y'all get what I'm saying. So, yeah, that was real 
um, crazy to me. And it just, you know, was on my radar. So I wanted to share it with y'all, talk to y'all about it. But definitely, if I was down BBD and I was a detective, I would definitely be looking back at that. Yes, I would. Um, also, we reported here about some other mess. We already know the what and the what and what we going down with our these schools, with these youth keep getting in all of this senseless violence, gun violence, um, more so lately. Um, one of the last victims being killed by school. I told y'all I'm ready to come up out of this. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Y'all ain't peep me, but I was waving my hands all around. Y'all know I do my hands. I do my little talk and then I give that little action and everything else like that. But this time, I really just trying to fan myself on the low. So <laughs> if y'all peep me, I got on all these layers. Yes, spring. Come on through. Come on through. It was something, 70-something degrees today, feeling all good out here. Oh, yeah, that's a little bit better. That's a little bit better. That's a little bit better. But I don't know what I was thinking. I came up out of that. I warned y'all. I knew I was. Uh, but here in Baltimore, you know, I always, well, not always, but several times, yes, unfortunately, I have to report on the senseless violence and the senseless murders. And lately, I've been talking about, you know, around the schools, there's been a lot. It's always controversy here with the Baltimore City schools. And more so now, you know, since the test scores came out where they found out our kids can't do math and everything else like that can't even count. Acting like they ain't know what was already known. Acting like they ain't already know. Um, but that came out. And then, like, at the start of this year, I think on one of my very first shows, I'm back in August at the start of this school year, uh, someone got killed. Like on the very first day, someone had got killed. Then days later, another kid had got killed all on the premises or near the premises of the school. And um, I wanted to give the update on one of the last young men had lost his life. It was 16-year-old Isaiah Carter. Isaiah Carter. Um, was a student in Patterson High School. And um, on the 6th, he was tragically shot down in a park um, that was near his high school. And they have arrested a suspect. Yes, they have. They have arrested a suspect, 23-year-old. I'm looking over here in my notes, y'all. Let me grab a move on. Uh, Alvarado Mendoza. Yes, he has been arrested and he will be extradited back to Baltimore City facing first degree murder charges. Um, he was trying to flee. They found him down in Texas and our commissioner, Commissioner Harrison, accredited um, the Texas police um, force for helping them apprehend him definitely and aiding in um, the transition to get him back here and charged with the first degree murder for killing brother Isaiah um, Carter. To me, it happened real fast. That was good news. They also contributed this arrest to the witness information that was out there. Um, I've been looking at this story, following this story, um, and it is allegedly, is a whole story behind it. There's a whole mess. Um, so, there were several kids, um, what is being reported that there were several kids out here that have, been, have witnessed this tragedy. 
um, is being reported that for several weeks, it's been several disputes between children at Patterson High School and not just any kids, specifically between the Black kids and the Hispanic children. Um, it's been alleged that the Hispanic children are heavily bullying on the Black kids um, to the extent of bringing outsiders um, up to the school to fight them. Um, so it was alleged by the witness accounts that they were actually um, leaving the school. I don't know to um, fight the, the group of kids or actually leaving the school to avoid a fight on this exact day between the Black kids and the expanding kids. And um, when they got to this playground, this is where the incident happened and young Isaiah Carter was tragically killed. But that is what's coming out as the backstory, that this has been going on for some time. Um, I've seen statements from a mother about her son who was 15 that was there. No names were released. Um, but I read all this. The mom was making statements and saying that she knew about the incidents um, prior to the tragic killing of Mr. Carter. She knew about the incidents because her son had actually been suspended for 11 days behind these incidents. But this 15-year-old man is alleging that it is all in self-defense of themselves because they actually were being threatened and bullied by the Hispanic kids. Um, and they were just trying to take up for themselves. Um, so that is what is coming out. That's what is alleged. That's how this 23-year-old supposedly had gotten to it. Um, someone he knows goes a family member or something to Panama High School. Um, so like I said, they were saying that they were going to the state and getting the outsiders involved where this has not been the first occurrence. Unfortunately, this is the first time someone was killed, but not the first time um, outsiders who were not attendants or enrolled in Patterson Park School came up to the school to get involved in an altercation with the students. So that is the backstory that this is something been going back and forth. The, mama, the mother who spoke out uh, and her 15 year old son said that she later learned that her son was there after the school reached out to her after Isaiah Carter was killed to tell her that they wanted to transfer her son into another school because they had feared for his safety. And I guess she questioned that. Well, what, what was going on, even though she knew about the fights or whatever, but I guess she did not know all of those details that it was ongoing. And you know, kids, they probably said something, even her son fighting or being in the altercation. Nobody, um, even though we know it's out there, no one really wants to admit to being bullied or picked on or having a fight or being in some fear. Everybody want to be tough. Um, so I don't. Um, blame the children probably for, you know, sharing this information. You know, they thinking, I guess, this is what kids do, getting these little squabbles. But it is unfortunate that it's to a time and age where they can't talk through nothing. Everything has to resort in some type of violence. But that is the backstory to it, that this been going on up at this in high school. And there were several witnesses out there. It's been tons of disturbances and physical altercations, verbal altercations between the Black and the Hispanic children at Patterson High School. 
and they have been threatening them and bringing other people up there to, I guess, essentially deal with them, um, alleged with some gang. I've seen all that type of stuff or whatever. Um, but yeah, uh, it is great that they do got the suspect. It is great that they do have the suspect. I know the family of Isaiah Carter does have like a GoFundMe out there um, for funeral expenses and everything else like that. So if anyone's ready, you want to donate, you know, you can do all of that. But yes, um, Alvarado Mendoza, 23-year-old, has been charged with first-degree mur murder. And they're going to bring his tail all the way back from Texas up here. Yeah, he was trying to run. Um, he was trying to run. They broke down a little bit, but you know, anyway, if it's bleak and spending, whatever, they're going to definitely break down your background if you do something. And that's where it's going to lead me into my next story. Um, well, my next points that I want to bring out about my guy, Roy McGrath, who money was like, no, nobody know him. Don't nobody want to talk about him. But I'm still talking because this former executive chief of staff is really, really playing games. He's still on the run. They ain't found him yet. Um, but yes, they brought Mr. Mendoza. They found him in Texas. He was trying to run. Um, he does have a criminal record from death, trespass, and burglary in the past right here um, in Baltimore. He's been charged for quite some years back, 2019, and then some charges in like Florida and stuff like that for theft for burglary, whatever else like that. But yeah, he's been arrested, so he was already in the book. Kudos to the witnesses, kudos to them young men and young women who spoke up, all of them who witnessed it. Um, and I'm also thinking that the Hispanic kids who are involved in these altercations or whatever, you know, to lead up to them meeting at this program, I don't know, again, if they were trying to actually flee the school to avoid this confrontation that they knew that was coming or if they were actually, because um, it's in some statements that they were actually leaving to school to actually fight and to like settle it or whatever. It was like taught of being picked on and this is where they were supposed to be meeting up. And when they arrived for what they thought would just be um, a fight, get it off their chest so they could squabble or whatever. Um, allegedly, Mr. Mendoza was there and arrived with a gun. And this 15 year old, um, who his mother was making all the statements about how she found out all of this was going on and everything else like that prior to it and that it really was an issue when she got called after the incident happened um, saying that her son needed to be transferred to another school because Patterson was fearing that it would be retaliation, meaning that Mexican kids or whoever these outsiders were were not finished of coming to the school to assault, kill, whatever. I don't know what the threat was, but it definitely had to be serious when it came to the snap of someone getting killed. And then they are requesting to actually move your son to another school because of this incident. So, um, and the mom had some reserves on that too. I seen where she's saying that if, if it's to that point, she, I guess, don't feel safe with her son, even if, he was transferred to another school and I don't blame him. And I don't blame him because things like that are not supposed to happen. Um, and for it to be going on and he knew it was going on. I mean, something definitely should have already been done in the school aside from just suspending kids and everything else like that. They should have been comfortable. They should have been pulled them in or whatever else like that. 
I, I don't know. They should have just already addressed it. It's so unfortunate that we don't have enough proactive, proactive strategies or proactive methods put in, in place to address things nowadays. It's always after the fact. Um, it's always after the fact, after the fact. Um, but however have you, they did lock him up. They did lock him up, and it was really fast, in my opinion. And again, that is because of the witnesses. So now you know. That's the backstory behind it all. You know, if anybody going to find out, I'm going to find out because I really be just like reading and watching everything. Like, mm-hmm, interesting. I live for it. I live to be informed and to have knowledge and more knowledge or something. Not giving nosy, because you know it's 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 other people's life. So some people are kind of be like, oh, it's giving nosy. But especially when it's like things happening right under your nose, right at your back door, right here in Baltimore City. I'll be wanting to know. It ain't like I be needing to know, but I'll be wanting to know. And the fact that this is going on over here between these black and these Hispanic kids is sad. It's sad. And Patterson or whoever they was in, they was already aware they should have, they should have did something. They should have did something. And maybe it could have been avoided. But we know a lot of things, a lot of tragedies are inevitable. But rest in peace to Isaiah Carter, tragically, tragically killed um, in that park by his school. Okay. Now I'm going to talk about the man, my what in the world, right? My what in the world. I'm going to talk about the man that nobody wants to talk about. I mean, literally, like, nobody is really saying nothing. And when they are saying something, it's like joking. So I guess I'm following suit. But yes, Roy, Ray, is it Roy, Ray, Roy? Roy McGrath, <laughs> y'all know. <laughs> the, the former government official who is on the run, the one who last Monday ain't show up for his federal hearing. In the meantime, y'all, while the U.S. Marshals and the FBI are looking for this man, a book then came out. A book then came out, y'all. A book then came out. Now, it then came out on Amazon, self-published on Amazon by unknown author Ryan C. Cooper. A lot of people think it's just whoever it is because it really hasn't disclosed much of who he is, what that name, which, of course, can be fake. But I'm thinking, okay, the FBI, whatever, is y'all going to be looking into this or whatever is going on? But let me tell you, a book has come out under this author. And <laughs> I'm telling you, the book is called Betray the, the True Story of Ray McGrath. And it allegedly talks about, that gives insight, a juicy insight on his stat, on his stint. <laughs> as the former chief of staff to our former governor, Larry Hogan. Now, what games is really being played? What games is really being played? Now, a book that came out, his lawyer, I see, did make a statement and was like, no, he don't think it was him. Um, at this point, no one knows who it is, aside from what it says on Amazon. Yes, it's a self-published ebook. It's on sale on Amazon. Um, for $4.99, um, a lot of people was thinking that it's just like a spoof. Um, it's some things. Um, I had access to like two chapters do another site I was watching. And basically, 
their review on there was just basically saying like, okay, these are events that already happened, had already been reported, that was like already public record. It wasn't nothing so far-fetched where they would think that it was someone inside like kind of um, reporting on something. So they are alleging that it's a spoof of a book. It's someone trying to, you know, bank off of what's going on right now and that this former governor official just like basically is on the run and they don't really look like they looking for them. They don't really look like they looking for them. Well, at least they ain't really reporting on them. I mean, if you look at the news and then this this whole situation, that's why I'm like bad for it and I'm bringing it up. Cause it's like, they be like Roy McGrath, he, but and the other day when I was watching um, the news and they were talking about first, they were talking about Lamar um, and his football contract and what he was going through and how he was moving and everything. And uh, an official or someone, a representative had came out and was saying what he was requesting and he was already in discussions with other teams aside from the Baltimore Ravens. And he was supposed to come out later on his YouTube channel and really like confirm it and say if that was an official statement. So that's what they were talking about on the news, right? That's what they were talking about. And this was prior to them talking about ready to bring out the information about Roy McGrath and his book. So the news anchor says when they talking about Lamar, right? And him and these deals, which is a no comparison. And I guess that's what Marnie be saying sometimes when I be comparing certain things. And I be like, yeah, because this to that and the thing to that. He be like, no, you really can't like equate to that because that's like different or whatever. But that's how I was looking at them. I should put them out there on Blast, which y'all know what is the messy station. So I got to do that. What allegedly a messy station. It's my opinion. But I watch it, though. I can't lie. So, and if you watch me, you know who I'm talking about. So some things go about being said, right? So, and they were talking about Lamar, and then all of a sudden, she won't say, what in the Roy, this is like some Roy McGrath stuff. And I was like, wait a minute, what do him negotiating in his own contract or trying to do things his way and not, you know, officially having an agent because she was saying, well, he's going to come on the YouTube channel and maybe he's going to confirm it or maybe it's his mother who acts as his agent or whatever else like that and we just don't know. So I guess she was like comparing it because we just don't know what's going on with Roy McGrath and the, the, the fact that this book just came out. But I was like, what? That is like no comparison. Roy McGrath is a fugitive. How can she? I was like, he is a fugitive. He is a fugitive. And they is like laughing and kicking about it. And y'all was really reporting so seriously. I'm going to keep on saying it. When it was like state, state officials, like supposedly stealing their money. And if you watch me, you know what I'm talking about. So it goes without and I'll spring it forward. I ain't going to keep on going back, talk about the same thing. But yeah, is you serious? She was like, oh, that's like some Roy McGrath type of stuff. I was like, now where did she get that from this man? That's like no comparison from this man not having an agent and negotiating his own contract. And so what? Y'all don't know his next move or whatever. I was like that. You really comparing that to this fugitive? Who was the <laughs> who was the executive chief of staff to our former governor 
Usain Larry Hogan allegedly told him to take that money. <laughs> Mr. Hogan said, uh-uh, uh-uh. But I wonder, though, is that why Governor Hogan ain't running for president now? I don't know, but guess what? Somebody knows. Somebody knows where Roy McGrath is. And it ain't the FBI and it ain't the U.S. Marshals because they ain't found them yet. But like I said, in the meantime, I'm bringing it back up because this book then came out. Lawyers and people are saying they don't believe that it is him. But Larry Hogan, the representative for him, did make um, a statement just basically was saying anybody, you know, or fugitives or people that break the law can come out with any type of statements or accounts or whatever. Already, you know, I guess Damon, whatever is in this book that poses gives insight into the betrayal, because that's the name of the book. Catch the book now, Betrayal, the true story of Roy McGurk. So what's going on? But I'm telling you, if it's a hustle and it ain't real, that, that was real, real clever for whoever this unknown author is. Because he was like, look, I'm a bank in it. Or is this Roy McGrath for real sitting? Already had this, already had it mapped out because he already knew that he was going to be charged. And I don't care what nobody say. When he talked to his lawyer and they said that he was talking to them on the weekend and all that, like, yeah, I see y'all at 8 o'clock. They already knew that man wasn't coming. They already knew that man wasn't coming. I'm in the home because he's just been running for too long. They didn't raid his house or whatever else like that. He he went hard. He went hard. He went hard. And I don't know. I don't know. But in my opinion, he went hard. They already knew that man wasn't coming. That's the story. I wonder if that's in the book. That's in the story. That's what they said. That they was looking for him. His lawyer said that he told him he'd be there at 8 o'clock. In the morning, and then when he came, mm -mm, he did not show up. He already knew he wasn't coming. Like, wait, how he get that far away? Like, they ain't already had eyes on him? Well, I guess not. Because he just was going, this was his initial thing, right? So it's not like he was, you know, under any type of surveillance or restrictions prior to going to this court case. Um, but I do know he was, he had some restriction because he was, they made him give up his passport. So where he at? Where he at? How come they don't know where he at? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And now this book has came out. It's like, for real. They be playing games and they be playing games right in our face. And when they play games right in my face like that, it definitely is worthy of being on here on a what in the world. What in the world? Come on now. And just like I said, they is not reporting on this guy. They are not really reporting on it for like what is given. Like the way I said, and what is that my overthinker? <laughs> but look, I was trying to spring forward for not really talking about it, but I don't know. I'm like, because I'm like baffled. Cause like the real day is reporting on it. It's like really like nothing. Like they is so nonchalant about it. Like this is not. A former government official, even though he was in there for a little bit, and like this man is not on the run, and he was going to a federal, a federal court, because you know usually when they say the feds bring you up, the feds got you. That that's what they say. Now I know like one or two people that kind of being in because the fed break games too, just like the um the state police. But usually if they bring something out, they say they got you. When they bring, they say the feds ain't playing no game. 
if the feds come and they give you on the charge, they know that, yeah, they got you. They already did the investigation. They already got all of the information or whatever. Um, but this first court case that he wasn't, that he did not show up to, and when he initially went on the run, was like the first one. It was like the alignment to actually see if they had enough evidence to officially charge him. So this is like with theft. What else? Theft. Um, falsifying documents. All of that. Um, wire fraud. Fraud and all of that. Like, yeah, that's serious. And especially a former government official. Yes. He stole that 200 and something thousand. He did all of that, set it on up. And then the, the days before it even came out and like it caught wind on, I guess what he did and like charges were going to be brought up or whatever else like that, he he resigned. He already knew. So ain't nobody going to tell me, ain't nobody going to tell me that he ain't already know he wasn't going to court. He already knew he wasn't going to court when Monday came. And I don't know if he ain't tell nobody, but he already knew he wasn't going to court. He already knew he wasn't going to go up. The same way when he came over to work with Governor Howard, he already knew that he was going to do that fraudulent shit and lie to them people at MES and say, yeah, he approved the savage pay. And mind you, this was back in 2020. That's another thing that's bad for me because now it's statements too, I guess from that board or whoever approved it and gave him that money to say like they questioned it, but they just didn't want to, I guess, go against Larry Holman. And so y'all went ahead and processed it, but it's real questionable, but nobody followed up with Hogan. Where the follow-ups? Even though if he was a staff or whatever, I ain't saying like checking up on somebody, I guess, or checking behind their back or whatever. But that lump sum of money, and, it, and for real, and it ain't seem right or whatever, I was like that. It ain't to say that he lying, but what would have been the harm of sending Larry Hogan an email or confirming on this day we ready to um, approve this severance pay or whatever under your your authorization. Because allegedly, he, he even went to that extent, I think, like created a memo or something like that and stamped it. Do you know when people get all up in there and they be doing that thing, they don't sign everything, they have a stamp, they be like signing for me, come on now. I didn't work <laughs> in offices and was assistant. I always say to doing that. And I would work under someone, whether they assist them or whatever, they sign it for me or whatever else like that. And you'd be all into all of their business, but I'm sure a lot of that was going on. But the fact that nobody like really questioned it, like what was it been a harm? An excellent Governor Hogan, did he really say that? Yeah, Roy McGrath knew. He knew he wasn't showing up and he knew this book was going to come out. So that's my opinion. I think he had something to do with this book. But then on the other hand, my mind is also telling me, but my intuition is telling me he did. He did. He got something to do with this book. He got something to do with this book. He knew he wasn't going to call. He knew he was going to be in the run. And he telling whatever. Well, even if he didn't tell nothing, because it ain't even really like he really had to tell anything, but maybe it's to get some money. Because he know, because I don't know if they froze his stuff or whatever else like that. I don't know. How you get money? I don't know. Maybe just the person helping him, whatever. See, I'm always thinking, baby, y'all be, uh, hold on. I've been created a whole ID. <laughs> documentary for y'all but all of this is just my thoughts on it none of it is fact none of it is true the only fact is the book is out and that Roy McGrath is still a fugitive on the run and they keep on playing with it even to the extent like I said I heard the news anchor like 
really joking, like, oh, Lamar Jackson, oh, he doing a Roy McGrath. How did that, that ain't even make sense. But I'm like, really, I just was appalled, like, oh, she joking. About this, and that ain't that ain't no Roy McGrath, Lamar. He ain't no fugitive. He ain't fraud and nobody. He ain't stealing nothing. He ain't doing none of that. He a black man trying to handle his business on his own. Or how he doing it? He just not doing it traditionally, I guess, through the agent and whatever else like that. But I'm sure he is getting some type of advice or some type of legal advice or whatever else like that. And in my opinion, even in regards to that, he he did good good this far. I mean, ain't got what he wants. He's still playing. He's still getting money, but he just ain't got the money that he wants. So I guess he's still, you know, and it's his prerogative. I guess that's what it is a lot of time when it comes to that sports stuff. Is the guessing, is the secret part, keeping stuff a secret, letting people, you know, it's a lot of last minute, a lot of behind the scenes stuff and everything that goes on. So maybe that's why she was connecting it to and whatever. I don't know, but. I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't feeling her comparison because it definitely, that strong black brother definitely don't have nothing to do to this, with this crook. This crook. Well, this alleged crook. <laughs> this alleged crook. Well, what ain't alleged because it's already that conversation that he got that money, that two hundred dollars So I don't know about all the rest of the theft and the fraud and all of that stuff and everything else like that he did. Um. But I know he did that. I know he lied and got that severance pay. And I know he ain't show up for court. And they acting like it ain't nothing. And if it was somebody else, they would, okay. Only thing I really heard them do is that they went to Florida where he has a home and they raided his house. And it's like nothing else. And then everything else is being like, ha-ha, like a game. <laughs> it's being like, oh, uh -huh. yeah, he over here. Yeah, this book came out. Like everybody. What else are they supposed to be doing? It's not, I mean, you want them to be you want them to be on a manhunt for this man like he's a he's a murderer? Like, I, did. Not, I mean, what do you what do you want I them do. to be doing? I'm just saying. I do. I'm just they saying. looking for him. I mean, it's, they, a, it's not a man, it's not gonna be point. a national manhunt for him. He, like, he didn't murder nobody. That's my whole point. He had to murder nobody. But my whole point is that they just like they like letting it slide. But well, they're not letting it slide. They're looking for him. It's a warrant out for his arrest. Well, the warrant goes to every district in the country. Well, if they looking for him, well, if they <laughs> looking for him, they looking for him good enough because he had time. What is good enough for you? What is because <laughs> what is good enough for you? It's a, it, it's it's oh, circulated. I guess you he, know. He got a warrant out for his arrest. Money. You want you them to be really out there with canines? And you know really what it is. Yes, you know really what it is. Like you are right. He is not no murderer and everything <laughs> like that. But really, what it is is that you know. I guess why I just really is like got me itching, and I feel some type of way about it. Is that how they report on? others and stuff like that. Right, like, but they always, you, you, but you, you keep missing the point, though. When you, the point? Typically, when they report on others, even black people like that, it's because it's got involving a murder or a thievery or some kind oh, of no, it don't. robbery oh, no, it don't. or something oh, no, like I don't. that. Well, then give Early an example. Right here in Baltimore City, we heard about that every day. But give an example. I went to, What do you we mean every day? What's every, every day? day? We heard about it every day. They heard about what? Every day. How she stole this money? How she lied? That's, I'm just saying they ain't talking. Who? About it Who you talking about? Who you talking about Marilyn Mosby? Yes, how she an elected lied. official, an elected official. Here we go again with the distinction of this man being an employee. Say something. 
Look, I'm just saying, say something aside from they come on and they try to get more business. Well, we got to remember the distinctions here. Marilyn Mosley was an elected official, which means people yes. voted for her, which means uh -huh. she wouldn't be a top story to her voters. Yes. To the voters that voted for her. More. This man was he an employee was still who got more. fired, who and then went on the run and committed yes. a crime. But who cares? Because he more. is a nobody. They did. They did. Well, if don't know why I care, I care. Who said that in the alert? <laughs> <laughs> that was too bad, right? And I ain't going to stop talking about Roy McGrath until they catch I want you to stop. I did. <laughs> I was like talking about them and see they catch the streets as if, but it's like, no, they don't. And you got that look out no, Like, you want them out there with canines searching the forest. I don't get <laughs> No, they just ain't saying nothing. Baby, they just let him go here. They're going to say something when they catch him. That's it. They let him, they let him <laughs> not show up for court and they just wish they, they just went past the stuff like, hmm. And That's not what happens. When you get a, a warrant is issued on you, the warrant goes countrywide. It goes everywhere. They got the U.S. Marshals out there looking for them or whatever. I'll say that, but right, it goes to every police station. When a warrant is issued, it typically he, goes to every police station, especially when you're on the run. Right. It goes to every police station in the country, right. and sometimes it's surrounding provinces of our country too. So but that's another Carolina, charge too, right? Canada and everything else. That's another but, charge too, right? What? Down to this one. That's the FTA, right? Oh yes, yes. Failure yeah. to appear. That's failure to appear. And because you're on the run, you are you're um, uh, what's the word? Um, something, something justice. You're um 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 evading, evading justice. justice. Something like that. Yeah. Evading justice. All right, I ain't gonna talk about it next week unless they, <laughs> unless, they <laughs> unless they catch him. But no, I think my whole point is that like really, like they ain't, I don't know, right? I guess they ain't really do nothing but steal and fraud and wiretap and all that. And he was a government official, Larry. Right, right, so they're not gonna go on a manhunt for that. <laughs> yeah, they ain't gonna go on You're a expecting them to be out there with the, the dog. And the canine. I guess I'm just doing a manhunt. So he not. So I guess they not thinking that he is. Um, he's not a threat. He's not a threat. right. He's not a public threat. He's not a public he's threat. Not a so public they're not going to search for him like that. He's not a public threat, but he is threatening. If this him, they got anything to do with this book. Um, <laughs> but like I said, the book is out, y'all, and yeah. <laughs> I ain't gonna spray forwards for him in two days. I mean, I'm sure he don't. He got kids and everything, so he he left his wife. That means he left his wife. He left his children. Yes, everybody. Wherever he is, he's and they acting like they ain't know. <laughs> and they acting like he they ain't know. They well, I mean, I mean, I wouldn't. They can't know. I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, if he was smart, yeah, of course which you I think he is a smart per I think he's a smart person. Of course I mean, you won't say that. But I wonder. I would, I wonder if no, but I don't think I don't think he would tell them because that will put them in jeopardy too. Yeah. I mean, you're, if you're a smart person and you know you're going to evade, you're trying to evade the law, you're not going to tell your spouse or your children where you're going because then that will put them in jeopardy too because that would make it a conspiracy. Right, and he would know. Right, that would make them complicit to the to the law breaking. Would that be harboring? And no, it would be complicit. They would be complicit to oh. his law breaking. Hmm. So well, they would be breaking the law did, too, and who I wants to be in jail with their spouse? <laughs> well, I hope his allegedly fraudulent ass didn't tell him, so his family wouldn't be facing any charges. Well, they already—I I just seen they um, already spoke with the wife, and the wife doesn't. I mean, she really, said she'll really know. Much 
I mean, said, even if she did know, I mean, it's still this spousal privilege. She said she ain't know. She said she ain't know. And also, his lawyer said he know. I mean, they say they was talking to him up until the day before, and he was saying that he was coming. So I was saying that somebody knew, but maybe, maybe he was just that slick. I mean, but why would somebody know? If you were running from the law, would you tell he somebody? Was slick, he was slick enough or whatever. But if you was running from the law, would you tell people? I don't know, because you know, sometimes in a lawyer and what's your name relationships or whatever, I'll say that. I don't know. I would. No, that's grounds, especially not me. No, because that's, that's a, um, grounds for disbarment. You can't do that. You can't right. break the law to, to make your client survive. Uh-huh. I ain't talking about survive. I'm talking about if he had shared with him that he did. I, mean, I, I didn't mean, I used the wrong word, survive. You can't break the law to protect your client. Right. That That's grounds for um, disbarment. So, so if he would have told him that he wasn't going to show up, he was supposed to tell. He was supposed to tell. He has to tell. That's not privilege. So, so yeah, he, yeah. So he probably had an idea, but he probably, okay. So that probably was, yeah, Roy McGrath, he, he allegedly did that fraud and all that stuff. So Your yeah, lawyer can't te- protect you from currently breaking the law. He probably was real sneaky, and he probably was playing with that man, too. And Cole, you know, he already stole this to you. And he probably told that man, uh-huh, 845, Jim, or whatever the name is. I'm going to be there. Mm-hmm. Everything's going to be great. No, he wasn't going to wish your name. And then where he slipped off from, I know he got this school to home, but I wonder where he was. That's what, see, I need to go be a detective. I wonder where he stayed the night before, because I'm <laughs> He probably was at home. <laughs> but the thing about it is, he probably was at home, and he probably did did not it's leave. Because it's not that next morning. I don't know what the wife told them, but she probably told him he left out to go to court. Why did he travel? But he just probably kept on driving. Oh yeah, he wasn't under arrest at that time. He wasn't. So he could have just kept on riding. Happened. Like, oh, I can't go to this court because I and feel like they're gonna lock me up. Florida, I'm gonna keep on going. Driving from Florida. 50 Say that again. I said, you think he was driving from Florida on his own? Well, he got on a plane. That's what I'm saying. Uh, the better bet would be if they knew he was in Florida, they had to have a record of him going to Florida. I mean, right. if they know he went to Florida. I don't know if that was what they said. I think they just... No, they went there because that's where he has... That's where his home his home. No, is. then no. Then I don't believe that because they would have had a record of him flying to Florida. Yeah, they would have had a record. That would have been the best, the fastest but way. That's why I there. had brought up the question. Like, I wonder where he stayed that the night before he posed have been coming. But if he was smart, he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have took his car or anything. He would have drove his Nothing, car to the furthest right? point and got on the train. Look at me telling y'all how to break the law. Ah! Bye. Go ahead and expose it, okay? He was really, he was so uh uh-uh, because that's what I'm saying. We be looking at them court shows. We be looking at them shows, and we already know they're going to run your tags. They're going to have cameras. They're going to do all that. I guess that's probably what it is, too, Marnie. I be looking at so many of these different shows. All right, but the way to do that is to take all back roads and, and, and drive to the furthest route that you can take by taking all the back roads possible so you can avoid the traffic cameras. And right. then when you take that last ride, when you get to the route that's the furthest away, then take the train. Yeah. Take the train to the rest of your destiny. Look, I'm, I'm done. He probably took off his glasses because he's 52 years old. He probably took off his glasses, put on some contacts. He probably put on the wig. <laughs> I mean, but he's uh, he was always already a he white. He did it like a movie. Man. He was already a white, inconspicuous man with dark hair and like, yeah, um, like real not noticeable. I mean, that's really not noticeable. That's yeah, he wasn't person. really like a noticeable son. Yeah, he mm-hmm. looked like how they think all us looking like. You know, some of them just looking. Oh, like, he had to do was really dressed down and put on a coat, yeah, and some gloves. You know, that's it. He probably took off his glasses, skipping mm-hmm. around. He probably right on down in Florida, or probably right on. I don't think he's in Florida. I mean, wherever he at. 
He, he could be right under our noses, though, quite frankly. I mean, he, he stands somewhere, so I don't even know. You know, him being a witch name, he did have a lot of, um, he was privy to a lot of things, so I don't know. He even got some fake IDs and all this and all that. He going around living, what was the name of that movie? Um, <laughs> the real, what was it where the man was in all the disguise or whatever? See, I told you, overthinking my mind. I'm telling you, I'm turning into a um, a crime drama, suspense, and everything else like that with this Mr. McGrath. Um, but yeah, all of that, my mind just be, it go down when I think about it. And just like how I said, yeah, I'm just bad for like, they ain't really talking about it. So yeah, I know he ain't do nothing but fraud and allegedly steal and mislead and steal government money and all that and stuff like that. So that is something. And he still ain't showing for this court, but yeah, they ain't man hunting him and all of that, but it's not even that for the extent to me. It's just that my point is they ain't talking about it. They ain't even like bringing it up. Um, they just like nonchalantly brought up this stuff about this book and they was like laughing about it. Like, yeah, he still ain't found whatever. So yeah, hopefully they found him, but goodness things that he ain't no threat. But I don't know. He might start to be looking like a threat. Um, to the governor, whatever else like that, if he publishing, writing books and getting them out there some type of way to tell the business. But from what I've read in the review on it, the, what they had access to, the two chapters are reading a little bit. It's just like normal stuff like we already knew what I was so I don't know. I don't know. But either way, get that money, Mr. McGrath. That's how you know how to do. Or whoever is in the backside of using this opportunity to produce this book, get that money okay well when i first came in y'all told y'all my stomach was all tipsy terribly i don't know what it is um i have had issues with ulcers and everything i had this terrible scar on my um stomach as well like that but every now and then you know i really try my due diligence my due diligence not to worry not to stress about things but i am human I'm human. I am a spirit being having human experiences. Um, we all are. And I just have to keep on reminding myself not to stress, not to worry. And I typically am really on it when I start to have stomach pain because I'm like, what is going on? And that's usually a clear sign, even when it is like not known to me, like even when I'm like ignoring it or whatever, I guess. That's just from the traumas and everything. I said that. Look, I died in a little soul too with PTSD. I know all this stuff. I ain't got to see nobody. Um, but all of that stuff, right? If I just think about it and my stomach get that hurting, I know it's a problem and I need to stop doing that. Um, but I'm going to tell y'all more about it. So I talked about all that business. I'm going to tell y'all more about my little business and what's going on with me. I want y'all to keep me lifted up in prayer as I can keep y'all lifted up in prayer. And I'll be right back. We still going to be showing out on the show, but y'all know we be showing off. You better live for it. But we be right back. Let's take a break and then come on back and talk to me, please. You better live. The Style Lounge Boutique For a different caliber of service The Style Lounge Boutique For clothing that fits your lifestyle The Style Lounge Boutique At 1734 Maryland Avenue Trust me, you're gonna love it here
Yes, yes, yes. And just like that, I'm back. What's up? What's up? What's what? What's what? You are here with me like you should be every Thursday, 7 to 9 on Be Exposed Radio. It's the goddess chest. Mm, loving on y'all. Y'all love on me. Joining me today. And you know what comes through and how I do on a You Better Live show. Y'all just now seeing that commercial. Gotta give a shout out to Mika up there at the Style Lounge. I need to go do that and holler at I got this little um, celebration I'm going through calling for African Italian. I'm sure she has something up in this slate or can be giving me that different look because I know she, yeah, all that stuff be up there. You can bound to find something. Um, but I've been trying to be good because if I find something, I'm going to find this, find that, find that, find that, find this, find that, and then all my little coins going to be gone. But don't let that discourage you from going. Go up there and spend that money and look good, honey. It definitely is reasonable and it's definitely a variety of stuff. And if she ain't got it, that's the good thing about sidelines. If she ain't got it and got your size or you got what's your name, she going to get it. And that's definitely the business. Um, so before we were on the break, I was telling y'all just about my little personal um, issues that I'm going with my spirit. And so, I mean, my spirit is my spirit. It definitely is. Um, and when things go on and um, issues, the different things present itself, my, and my spirit and different things like that, I have stomach pain and as a child, I worried myself so much and stressed so much and ate so many hot chips. <laughs> Shout out to my cousin Ife that we used to be addicted to hot potato chips. I'm telling you, uh, tots, we used to be addicted. That's like all we used to eat, hot sauce, hot chips, yes. Um, and all of that and the contributed to greasy foods or whatever, but mine's definitely essentially, essentially came from worrying worrying i think i told you that story before when i first learned about the concept of life and death and really what that was all about um scared me out my mind i was scared out my mind of uh, different things like that and i just always been a real caring person what they call that a, a, a empath a person that can always kind of like relate um like your pain is my pain you know i've gotten a lot better with learning not to take people burdens on as my own but you can't help but the kid and help but to be if I'm not being sympathetic because I've been through it so I really really can feel where they come from I'm definitely being empathetic because even if I haven't already been there I definitely just can feel and it's just always one of those feelings like uh I can only imagine what that person is going through um so I've always been that type of person when it comes to making connections or just anything with people, even people that I don't know, you know, I ride down the street and see the homeless or see somebody in altercations or in accidents or anything else like that. And I'd silently pray for them or have some type of feeling, you know, I just always want to help, always want to help. But just like I said, I got better and not taking people burdens on as my own and having boundaries for myself and making sure that I don't do too much because sometimes doing too much is just what quietly what it is it's too much so um I thank God for giving me the discernment to be able to see and being able to move in a way um that does good by my soul 
Um, but at the same time, I realized that when things all come on way here, the stuff with the stomach, I've got better with that as well too, being able to release it and really not hold on to it. But lately, I'm going to say probably um, since my uncle, um, my uncle, the great late Marvin Dorsey, yay clock, um, I forgot to give him a shout out last Thursday, which was his birthday. He was my favorite uncle, extraordinary man. I shared on my personal Facebook his graduation video when he graduated uh, from Coppin for his nonprofit um, <clears throat> degree, associate's degree in nonprofit leadership. He was so ecstatic. Um, we actually started, my family, um, his sisters, my mom and her sisters, um, did a great job in starting a scholarship fund up there under his name for people who are going to pursue that degree. They can apply every year and get a scholarship, a Marvin Dorsey um, scholarship. I know he would really, really be proud of that. So that's part of his legacy. But last week was his birthday on a Thursday and I um, was feeling down um, but of course, I continue to encourage myself to stay up. And then today is my favorite, the late, great, Kern Candy Dorsey birthday. That was my favorite aunt. So my favorite uncle and my favorite aunt were born a week apart. So his birthday was March 16th. Her birthday was March the 23rd. I think they were probably two years or one year or whatever apart. Um, but yeah, their birthdays was a week apart. Oh man, my aunt Candy, she was extraordinary too. Yes, and her middle name actually was Candy. Ain't that ironic? Because she was so sweet and she could cook, cook, cook her tail off. Um, and she definitely could bake her tail off too. So she always had a treat for you. Um, I mean, literally always had a treat, whether it was a word of wisdom or if it was something that she had made, a dessert. I remember making candy with her from scratch, um, making donuts from scratch with her um, being a little girl. So whether she was eating something sweet or drinking something sweet, because she knew how to mix them up too. She was a mixologist, had my little parties and her blenders. Yes, Aunt Candy went through a many of blenders serving up those drinks. Um, and I miss them both. Both of them was my fave. I miss them both so very much. Um, I, I recognize, you know, in losing people, it's always too sudden, too soon. I don't care what's going on, even if you know, even if you have some type of indication, that's my it's always too sudden and too soon. But as the years goes past, um, like for my aunt Candy, I know it's been over 20 years. I think she passed away when I was um 18, her and my grandmother passed away two weeks apart. But yeah, since I, like I was 18, so yes, over 20 years. Um, right now for my uncle Marvin, he passed in 2018. So was it 2018, 2018? I don't know. It's been quite a few years too, even with him. Um, and I always, you know how it is. You grieve moments that hit you. It'll just come out of nowhere. It's like you know that that's what the reality is, but then sometimes it'll just hit you like that ain't gone. Um, whether it's something, um, a song comes on, 
Um, something that you can remember, just like how I was saying, you know, my own candy drinking or drinks or whatever. So it's different things that I do in my life today. And it just brings back memories um, of her every time I pull her on, every time I drink or sip out a straw and I smack, because that's what my own kids do. Drink everything right and be smacking. They used to always joke me and say, I do that just like her. So it's little things like that. Every day um, and I travel past cop in university uh my uncle i think of him every time i go up past that street i think of him i think of the many days when he had a raggy car not too good car i had a not too good car meeting on those various rocks giving each other a hot shot i think of him i seen a man the other day running on past. anybody know that my uncle Marvin? yes clock was a runner he had run he was the type will park his car um out Timonium, he would park his car. No, he'll park his car downtown. He'll catch the train, the light rail all the way out Timonium and run all the way back to like the light rail stop on North Avenue. So like, yeah, he would park his car in the North, the North Avenue light rail stop, get on the train, catch it all the way out Timonium to the last stop and he would run back, run the trail back. So he did stuff like that, run the whole North Avenue, run, you know, that was his thing. So it'd be little things like that. I see some wine run, it'll come up and everything else like that. But what I had noticed is that when my uncle Marvin died, I started really starting to like really block out a lot of those hurting feelings. I mean, I can even think back like being at his service, at his funeral. Like, I don't even remember being there. I remember being there. I know I had to get up. I had to talk and I had to do different things like that. I was going through something um, as well. I had just got surgery. Um, matter of fact, when I went to my whole funeral, I still had tubes and um, everything in me draining. Um, but I just don't remember that. And I realized that and it's probably not, I'm, I know it's not, y'all. It's not really a healthy practice at all. But I know a lot of us have gotten so conditioned on having this, not that you don't care, but kind of having that type of persona and looking at it as you're trying to move on and let bygones be bygones. The whole concept that has something to do, too, with like springing forward, right? Um, and just let it be. But the truth is, there's a lot of things that I do look past like that or things that I go through, but it, it still be bothering me. And it's that part that you have to at least acknowledge that and deal with that. I ain't saying, you know, the harbor on things or the state in that place, um, but it is really unhealthy to hold those things inside and to keep putting up that wall or that persona as far as like, I don't care or whatever, and knowing that you really do and you never really get a chance to get it out. So not only are you convincing yourself that oh, huh, it's nothing, I'm good. You also have to keep up this attitude or this weight around other people instead of, you know, that being an opportunity to actually release it and to say, you know why they here and say, you know what? this or whatever, you know, releasing and talk to somebody about it, or that really hurt me, or I feel that way, or I feel this way, or how, however have you, or however you feel, you know what I'm saying? We do not do enough of that. We do so much of holding it in and 
had to put out, I don't give a fuck, I don't give a shit, I don't really care, that type of attitude, you know, being strong, what they call it, resilient, um, that strength, you know what I'm saying, I said that a while ago, like, but nobody talks about that part of strength that really makes you have to embody that sometimes that can be a weakness, because that weakness and that strength you tend to hold everything in. You tend to be like, I'm okay. And if you're not, you tend to like give yourself this restriction, like I dare not say it or what I'm going through or I'm this type of person or I really shouldn't care about that. So I wouldn't dare tell somebody I feel this type of way about that or I was mad about that, you know? And we be known we hurting. And it be like, it's so hard for us to say that. Or acknowledge that we want so bad not to be hurt. So we'll be like, no, I'm good. Everything okay or whatever. How many times has someone asked you, how are you doing? And you know you weren't going to do okay. You know that you weren't doing okay. Or you know that you were not okay. But that is typically your response. How many times you ask someone, how are they doing? And you hear them and they come back and say, not good because such and such people do it, but not really. And then a lot of times when we hear that and you the person on the other end of that conversation, you kind of like, oh, okay, whatever. Cause you expect them to be like, okay. So when you ask them, how you doing? And the person be like, oh, not good. Whatever. It's like that. You think they giving, they give a pity party or whatever. And they really, it's just like minting or they really telling that truth. But we so conditioned not to be truthful with ourselves about hurt and stuff like that, that we hold it in and it's really unhealthy. And that's what I noticed. Like I cried when my uncle passed away. I've lost a lot of special people. My grandmother, like I said, my favorite aunt years and years and years ago, like they both been gone over 20 years. Then my uncle Marvin or whatever. But when he died, it was kind of like, Right. I I cried, but I didn't really get the grief because I still was trying to handle business. I guess I was older. And so I was really still trying to ha handle business and support my mother and support his siblings and still trying to make sure like everything was good. And I knew that I had to um make this statement and speak for him, speak for his son who was incarcerated at the funeral. So I kind of like read the letter that he had wrote for his son. Like, and I just knew all that. And I knew how my uncle Marvin would wanted me to keep moving. So I guess that that was my thing. Like I just tried to keep moving. And he was really a higher type of guy about his feelings too. So when it came out, it came out <laughs> crazy because if he loved he loved her so if he had to come out and he was hurt it came out like that so um yeah so I realized I've been doing that and their birthday was approaching and different things like that and I was like really I recognized like dad I'm grieving I'm grieving this is what it is and I recognize it and I know it because my stomach has just been bothering me ever since it like started the day before and it's just like how much I really do miss them. Like I'm okay without them. And yes, I do keep on going because I know that that's how they will want me. And if they were here, I always say that if you missing somebody and everything else like that, and somebody that was really detrimental in your life and 
really gave you something, really, really instilled and, and, and added light to your life, I know you heard it. I know you are. But I'm telling you, if they could tell you anything, they will be telling you, you better live. Okay? You better live. And every time I was thinking about them in the past, I just be like, I'm okay. And I would laugh and stuff like that. But this year before his birthday and stuff like that, I really was like grieving and not just knowing I was grieving because I was crying, but I really just was sitting back and reminiscing and I really, really, really miss my uncle. I really, really do miss my uncle. You know, I shared with y'all some of the other stuff and my family dynamic is not only the best, but that was one of those that was just always real. My Aunt Candy too. They were just always real. They just was always there for me. And I guess also with the new um, health concerns and everything else like that, or the enhancement of some of my mother's issues with her battling this cancer, it just really, really has me in a place of grieving. But I'm keep on keeping y'all, and I'm keep on, you know, living and everything else. But that is my story to why my stomach has been bothering me. I mean, like, really, really acting up, acting up. I'm going to get to the doctor and see about it. I'm not worrying myself or not at least try not to worry it to the point where I make myself sick because that's exactly what I be doing. And it's not intentional. It is not intentional. The last time that I had any issues with that um, before the last when I had gotten the surgery, it don't be intentional. Like for real. I'm like, it's no cap. Like the kids say, when I tell y'all, I don't be trying to stress. I try my best not to let any of that mess bother me because I know that I'm blessed. I'm telling y'all that is no cap. That is my mood. That is my vibe. That is the energy I try to bring to myself every morning when I arise before I encounter anything or antibody. You get me? I wake up and say, oh, thank you, God. And I say, whatever. Well, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm beautiful. I'm, I give all of that. Y'all know how I go, all the affirmations. I do all that to myself. Um, give all that to myself, encouraging myself because, honey, that ain't always how I'm feeling. But the dealing is, is to keep on speaking it into my life, keep on manifesting those things, and keep on what? Springing forward. Springing forward, y'all. Um, so I hope, I pray that that is what you are doing. Um, and I'm going to be okay. It's just the process. I'm just a spirit being. Um, having human experiences and grief and sorrow is real. I'm telling you, that's why my heart goes out to anyone dealing with it. And unfortunately, in my case, my stomach be going out and dealing with it too. I, I just don't know what it is. It just be everything be in my core, everything be in my gut. And I swear, since I got that surgery on my stomach, my stomach ain't. Ain't been double right. I always say, give me a new stomach. But I thank God for the ability to even feel that pain, to even feel anything, like seriously, like straight up, to be even be able to recognize that, you know, like, yeah, I'm like, I'm excited about that because that's like growth. I, that's confirmation for me with growth because before, if I was going through those things, like I couldn't call it out. I ain't know what it was. And I literally used to stress myself, worry myself, 
and make myself sick. And what they say, you will stress yourself and worry yourself to death. And I'm certainly not trying to do that. Uh-uh, I don't live for that. I don't live for that. So at least now I can recognize what it is and kind of check myself. You get what I'm saying? And do the things that I know is necessary, the things that God puts in my spirit on how I continue to um, replenish myself, the God is in me, um, great is he who is in me, um, as he speaks to me and let me know what to do. Um, so I encourage you to do the same, you know, you know, I'm gonna encourage you to do the same and all of that good stuff. So it is their birthday. I don't have any more birthday shout outs. Oh, it's a couple of my Facebook friends. I'm on there. I know sometimes they tell me they gonna watch the show, but you know how I go. They don't be watching the show, watching the show. But you gotta watch the show, watch the show. But they don't, they don't. Uh, but love is still love. I'm out there in Facebook land, Instagram land, all of that. All that way you can see me and catch me out is still love. And even if you are not watching live, guess what? You watch me on your time. It's all good. Um, always know to like, comment, and share. And y'all better like like that page because I just sent a whole ton of those like the page invites out. And guess what? Y'all better get on it. Y'all better live for it. Um, y'all know I be here every Thursday. Y'all know the number. Y'all be really acting shy on me these last couple of weeks. I guess when I ain't got nobody on here for y'all to talk to, y'all want to talk to the goddess shares. Uh-huh. Is that is that real? Um, but I want to talk to you, you know, if it ain't for nothing, but you just put in a comment, let me know you're here. And of course, the call and holler and talk to me. You ain't got to talk about what I'm talking about, um, but you can talk on it. But then you also know it's always open for questions or anything. Oh, hey, let me know what you want to talk about and we can do it because that's what this is here is for. Hit me in the inbox. And then also, yes, also, I got a couple of tickets now. A couple of people hit me up and I ain't got to tell y'all how many I got left. And last week I was playing with y'all saying that they free, but it's going to be a fee. No, it ain't no fee. Just holler at me. Just holler at me and they definitely free, 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 free. It is a little thing um, that you have to register to get in. If you don't know what I'm talking about, that is that love, lust, and life mix and mangle going down this Sunday. Not next Sunday, this Sunday. This Sunday. On the 26th, out in the White Marsh area, yes, coming through. Um, you know, my guest last week was Lachelle Silva, who is that founder um, of that group, and she's doing an event. She came on here. She gave me them free tickets. She gave me six of them. And I only got a couple of left. I only got a couple of left. But what your girl Chase Real is going to do with you, because she know, you know, the Empress, Lady Kate Mix. I'm going to make sure you stay in the mix. And if you're one of those people that hit me after all I'm gone, look, still come through. Ticket's still only $10. I heard it's an event you don't want to miss. Um, so don't hesitate to holler at me in my inbox about those tickets. Yes, the love, lust, and life, the mix and mingle this Sunday. If you want a ticket, you got it. But you got to let me know. Like, you know, don't show up in the door and then be like, where, where Chess World at? Where God is Chess? Because I'm already been there. And I ain't doing nothing at the door stuff. No, yes, I am. I'll come out and get you, even if you ain't got the free wine. Y'all know I like to play a lot. Um, but I'm always real. And um, 
I'll come out there and pay for you, even if them free tickets is gone. $10, we fam. That's nothing. We up in there. I was hoping my favorite person would have came through. One of my favorite people, um, one of the guests that used to always come through, Miss Queen T. I hope everything is all well with her. Haven't seen her comment lately, but the, oh, guess what? Sister, the queen definitely was going to get a ticket. So if you want one, don't hesitate. Holla at me. And then you also know if you ever want your opportunity just to come on here, like I said, the phone lines be open, the chat be open. Come on, do your thing. Don't be shy. And then also you can holler at me through the Be Exposed radio page at www.beexposedradio.com. Let us know you want to be a guest. Let us know. Whatever you got going on, yes, be ready because it has to be exposed, okay? And we bringing you in on it. And I always got to give a shout out to the other shows that's on that station. No, it's not just me. It's not just me that comes to read to give y'all all the information, keep y'all up and up and up and up. And that's exposing some things. We got it is what it is, show. We got the skyline. And then we also have, what is that? I think that was the only thing. Oh, a rich life. It's a rich life. I think it's just rich life, rich life. Um, but yes, those shows. Um, come on. Um, I can't call out the times right now, but guess what? If you go to the website, the beexposedradio.com, you can see all the information about all the awesome shows that's running on through here. And then guess what? Even if you watch your own show, holla at them. I told y'all y'all be hearing the lovely voice that's in my background, Moni. That's the one to holla at. So you gotta holla at them through that website. Come on through. Be a part of the Be Exposed family, whether you be a guest or you thinking about doing your own thing. It's room. It's room here. It's room. It's room. <laughs> it's definitely room. Um, so I gave those birthday shout out for my uncle, my late uncle, and my late aunt, my two faves, rest in peace, family. I love y'all so much. Miss y'all more than I ever can explain. And I am grieving y'all today, but I'm going to be okay. Stomach is a Lord tipsy turvy, but I'm going to be fine. Okay. Okay. I told y'all, you know, I shared the information about my mom and her cancer. She is doing well. I'm going to her radiation, doing really well, well than anybody, than anybody could have expected. But God, she just was sashing the day. I just was looking at her laughing. Um, when I picked her up, you know, her little um, outfit, little earrings, she just said, how oh, you like these earrings, everything? Just being her normal, fun-loving self, just living the way she knows how to live and gotta praise God for it. Um, what season is it now? It's the early season, yeah. I was joking with y'all last week, but I called y'all them arrogant arries. Mm-hmm. I had a couple of people in my inbox. I was like, Chaz, what are you talking about arrogant? And I was like, in a good way. You know the same thing they be saying about the Leos, whatever they mean. Because, you know, sometimes arrogance um, is viewed as, you know, something not so good. But I'm talking about the good kind of arrogant, y'all. Come on now. Y'all know I would never come. For the Aries. Well, yes, I would. I come for everybody that ain't no Leo. But the thing is, I love all people. I love all the signs. A lot of times I talk about it. Um, I know everything is not on T, but I know a lot of stuff does contribute under those signs. The same way how we was talking about this spring equinox and everything else. Yes, it does matter. 
So, yep, happy new year. We is in the spring season. We is rocking with the Aries. We just came out, left them Pisces out. Mm-hmm, them fish out of water. They just got out of here. Now we got the Aries. And I think next up, who next up? Is it Taurus? No, it's something before Taurus. I think. No, I think they next up. I think they next up. I think they is. And April, what's this? Time is flying too, y'all. Goodness gracious. Already March the 23rd. Happy birthday again on Kinsey. Rest in peace, baby. But yes, it's already March the 23rd. It's ready to be April. We got the Easter holiday coming around the corner. And you know also the Easter break. Oh my goodness, it was warm out today. Like I said, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed that rain coming down with that sun. And I am trying to enjoy this weather and enjoy it and be outside. It definitely was deep outside today um, as I was riding through and coming through. Um, just looking at all the scenery. I love nature and I love looking through. I don't be being nosy, but I like riding through and I like looking at people. I like looking at life. You know what I mean? So I'm riding through. Um, different areas, west and east of the city today. Sometimes I just pull over um, and just park, especially under the trees or something like that, which I did today um, down by um, Mercy when I dropped my mom off. Just sat there, but, you know, let the breeze come through on the trees. It felt so bomb, so awesome. Um, and it was tons of people outside today. Everybody was feeling the weather. Everybody is loving that spring. Spring is one of my favorite holidays. I know spring and fall. I love spring and fall. I do. Um, I ain't a big fan of the winter, but I like to be cold, though. So, like, all year round, any season, I got my fan on. I don't care. I like to be cold. I like to be cold. I like to be cold. Yes, from the different seasons. Come around. Did I say holidays? Y'all know what I meant. The different seasons. <laughs> well, when the different seasons come around, uh, fall and spring, all my favorite seasons. Or maybe I said that because it feels like a holiday to me. Yes, it's spring. A spring is a great holiday. We do have the um, Easter holiday coming. Like I said, we having the kids ready to be approaching um, their spring break for holiday. All of the schools on spring break and i just pray everyone stays safe out here and it don't be a whole bunch of that foolishness but y'all already know that's why we gotta stay prayed up and stay praised up but hopefully everybody will get to enjoy their spring yes um if tomorrow is anything like today i look for i mean i look forward to it especially um as far as the weather or whatever else like that um, but yeah, uh, that's what they say with, with the little song be saying, man, I look forward to them all. <laughs> what the girl oh, crazy. Who was that? The girl Glorilla. She say, that's why. So I can't see our place. <laughs> I wanted to laugh with y'all, but now it slipped my mind and slipped the joke. Cause I told you, I pearl that too. If it ain't meant to be said, Lord twist my tongue. Don't let me say it. So sometimes I be in my own head when I start flipping around or, you know, getting something turned with my tongue. And I be like, maybe I don't need to say it. But then it be still in my throat like, no, no, no. That does need to be said. Um, but I am learning to shut my mouth. That is one of the signs when I need to shut my mouth because I'm telling y'all a lot of times silence is golden. But while I'm on here, 
729, I'm going to run my mouth all the time, all the time, because this is what I am destined to do. And this is how I come through, to run my dig or mouth. So next week, I don't know. Y'all, I didn't got to the point where I don't even like to announce it and say anything. Y'all know that I was doing my rules ahead of time. That used to be kind of like my routine to try to introduce my show, introduce my guests. I'm typically the Wednesday before um, Tuesday of the week. I kind of reach out to my guests that I had previously had confirmed. And that's kind of is my day. Everything was going well. I know, I know it's just something in the universe, not in the universe, I'm going to say in just the air a little bit, trying to discourage me, but the universe is a big, wondrous thing, and I still know it's good minds coming through here. Um, So lately, like I said, at first, you know, it was rolling, it was rolling, but lately when I go to do that confirmation on Tuesday, y'all, I be kind of like, ugh. Uh, 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 biting my nails sitting there like this because I already know what the response is going to be and I thank God for that too Um, but I get it life be life and people times be different times and even with this hour that they just run forward people just sometimes be trying to find their way just like I'm doing so I don't take it personally Um, so I kind of like I said got in the mood of not announcing it because when I was doing that it's kind of like up uh, and then I got to come and say something else, whatever. I was like, mm -mm -mm -mm. but I might just got to start back doing it, right? And put it up in there. But the thing is, I never can make it <laughs> to the Wednesday. I mean, I guess to try to do that and manifest because I do try to book out as far as I can. Um, but it just seems like once I confirm in a week and they say, no, I don't wind up had to come on in Wednesday. To do the real and promote it, but I can give y'all something because I know that y'all love me. Like I love y'all. Y'all want to see me. Y'all want to hear me talk. Y'all want to get something. Um, so in that regard, I know when I do the rules and everything, I get a very, very, very good, good response. Um, so I ain't forgot about y'all. I'm still gonna give y'all that type of love, even, even, even when the show how it was supposed to go falls through. Mm-hmm. The goddess chat still gonna come through. So I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna be doing that. The same things that I told y'all on poetry, all that, all that, all that, all that. I gotta keep on talking it, keep on encouraging myself to make sure I spring forward and I do it. Yes, you gotta keep on reminding yourself of the things that you need to do. So that's a little thing that I practice too. I keep on saying it so I can be sure to do it. Yes, indeed. Um, that's what I'm doing now in regards to this school thing, y'all, and finishing up this school. So I kind of been keeping my mind quiet about my mouth quiet about that too. Cause even in that energy of spring forward, that's another part, that's another jewel I need to tell y'all, right? Is that also in that season and in that aspect, God is telling you that sometimes I'm telling you silence is golden. Yeah, don't keep quiet when he bless you. But like I'm telling you, when things come in your spirit and you start moving in a certain way, God is telling me to tell y'all, be quiet about it. Shut your mouth. Silence is golden. I know you want to tell it, but you got to hold it. You got to hold it. Silence is golden. Um, so a lot of things, you know, people like to share good news and what they doing and everything else like that. Y'all, y'all got to start holding it. Y'all got to start holding it. Y'all have to start holding it. <laughs> y'all have to start holding that. Now y'all feel but holding that. Look, I said, wait a minute, because I don't want to confuse nobody. Because look, I just told y'all to release how y'all was feeling and all that stuff, right? That that's 
unhealthy and let it out because you don't want your stomach to be hurting like mine's. Um, but no, I'm saying what you need to hold sometimes is the things that you're doing. And I know God is out here blessing y'all, all y'all entrepreneurs, all this stuff for businesses. A lot of people going back to school, starting their own business, doing their thing, whatever else like that. So you can tell it to the people I got so you doing or whatever else like that, but just hold it sometimes. Don't tell everybody into it's the time to tell everybody. You get what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? That's just still too, like, even with the show, like how I was telling y'all how things um, don't always go according to plan or how I plan for it to be, right? And I ain't gonna lie, you know, I get discouraged, like, oh, I ain't gonna do it. Um, I don't feel like it's, like, oh, man, because I would have this whole um, narrative, this whole show planned behind um, y'all know I'm the Dame woman or whatever else like that behind it, you know, the topic and who was going to be the guest. And then when I finally come, oh, man, right? So then that kind of discourages me. And just like even today, my son was hurting. I was like, oh, you know what? I don't really. <laughs> but it was in my spirit to say, come on, get on there and do your show. Get on there and say, what's up? What's up? What's what? What's what? Because they is waiting for you. Um, and just like I was telling you that the invites going out and everybody not liking it and stuff. So you get discouraged. You get discouraged when you don't see the support, like how you thought it was going to be or what you expected it or how you support others you do. Like I said, some people you talk to every day, <laughs> the closest to you probably have never turned on a live show, commented or anything. Um, so you begin to get a little discouraged, right? And you may start to think, is what I'm doing effective or even if it is necessary? And I find myself a lot of times in that place, well, more so recently since I started doing the show, because it's not like this is my first show, not my first experience on radio or anything else like that. But still, Every time when you're doing something, you you know what they say. I'm doing this, you know, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. So, yeah. And when you don't get the response that you was expecting, the one that you always give or whatever, it's a little bit, you know, it's a little bit hurtful. See, I'm letting it out, y'all. I'm letting it out because I first was like, I don't care who I'm going to watch and what I'm going to watch. But that's just my whole feeling now. Like, even though it is a little bit hurtful, it's like, I'm going to be okay because whoever it needs to reach or whoever it needs to see this is going to see this. And then, too, I know I'm doing what God sees fit for me to do. So I'm like, I'm just going to keep on doing it. And it really don't even matter. It don't matter if they know my name. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> it don't matter if they know my name. Just they know what I'm saying. And I'm always on here giving honor and glory um to god and that i'm always just encouraging y'all so you better live i'm bringing y'all your news our views yeah i'm doing all of that everything that i'm supposed to do so why i am discouraged in a lot of these moments uh about different stuff not just the radio whatever so that i am still springing forward y'all i am keeping on going 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 we got about a little bit of like five minutes i hope that y'all really 
enjoy a couple of the things that I bring up. All right, I promise y'all. No, not promise y'all. Just promise Monty because I ain't hear from none of y'all. But I know Monty don't want to hear me talk about Boy McGrath no more. But I am. I'm going to talk about him today. Catch him because they ain't talking about this fugitive enough. <laughs> and unfortunately, I'm going to be bringing it to y'all every week. Your news, our views about different things that's going on in Baltimore City or around the world. I break it down for my what in the what to my what in the world, but all in the same breath, trying to bring people in here to highlight the positivities of Baltimore, the positive things that are going on, whether it be an event or the positive people, the awesome people that we got here doing great things with what they got and where they at. You know, the things that don't get enough recognition. I make sure that I recognize those on my platform. And as well as, you know, these businesses who may feel like I'm feeling sometimes, like I saw you in those moments, a little discouraged because I hear all the time, even when I'm conversing with guests who have been on the show previously or who were thinking to come on the show. Um, a lot of us share that, you know, that entrepreneurship, a lot of us own business, a lot of us share that, that uncertainty or that being discouraged. But baby, y'all is still doing your thing. We are still doing our thing. We are, we are. And you got to recognize that. Don't keep on, don't keep on beating yourself down and pulling yourself back. Spring forward. Look, I'm going to keep on. <laughs> Look, spring forward. I'm going to keep on using that as my punchline. And two, I'm up out of here. Y'all know I ain't lying because if I said I'm going to say something, I'm going to say it. Uh, but yeah, every week we is here. This is the type of conversations that we are having. Um, again, I don't know what is coming through next week or who was coming through or what we want to talk about but if you want to know you know you know i invite you to watch the show watch the show we're going to keep on talking junk about the the zodiac signs i said i didn't have any birthday shout outs aside from um the ones that i gave up my family who had transitioned from this life um but i know a couple of my facebook fam just fam is having birthday the girl row i know chim just had a birthday um, Baba Imhotep, um, who's um, celebration. I'm going to be going through that on Sunday. Um, before I go to the, the Love, Lust, and Life event. So I got a big day coming up on Sunday. And again, if you want a ticket, don't be shy. I'm telling you, it don't matter. If I don't have nothing, if I don't have any life, you up in there. You up in there. Yes, you is. Uh, and... Who else? There's been a lot of birthdays popping up. I'm telling you, I always say every sign is deep, but I'm telling you, since this social media and everybody's birthday chat, we be doing everything. I know everybody's birthdays. I know it's kids. I didn't watch grow up on social media. That is my family, my uh, social media nieces and nephews, my little cousin, social media. It's, it's just a whole nother world out here. I seen some other footage. Um, the other day, an old news, um, an old news, what is it? Not, not a channel, but like an actual, what is scene or whatever, like a report. They recorded it. So it was a news thing that came out back in the day. So it was something that played on the news. And they was talking about like seatbelt 
seats and the seatbelts and drinking and driving. And this was like in 1980 something. And the people were on there like seatbelts, God dang. They want to tell you how to wear a seatbelt. And next thing you know, they're going to be doing this and doing that. So I'm like, wow. Um, that was other thoughts that I was having in my head overthinking it after they got all of this stuff going down in Annapolis about a lot of these legal laws and everything else like that. Um, in the drink driving, like the guy was like, when I get off of work, I want to drink me a beer. Now they talking about, now they want to lock me up. So it, it just, yeah, time is just keep on springing forward. Laws come up to play. Um, did y'all hear about the trans equality, equality um, thing they have on the table? I think it did make it out of um, whatever it's called in that whole process. It made it further than a lot of the other bills made it. And basically, they want medical assistance to pay for everything. You know, as they're transitioning and transgender into their life, they want them to shave them throats, cheekbones, and everything else like that. And I was a little baffled about that, too. Don't get me wrong. I love the girls and everything else like that. But there's a lot of other terminal illness and stuff like that that medical assistance is still fighting against um, addressing. Like, they don't even want to give, um, well, not all of the terminal illness, but I'm saying like cosmetic stuff because what they're trying to get the medical assistance to pay for is cosmetic. So it's not medically necessary. It's actually considered an elective surgery, but we're going to talk about that more because, oh my goodness, I cannot believe I forgot to bring that up, you know? And no, I'm not going to get canceled by culture, but I just got some opinions and I have a perspective on that in the Tracy Public Bill passing through all of this, yes, it's been on the table before, but it finally is kind of made it through, and it's probably ready to go into law, um, where they're going to be able to get these trans, um, these cosmetic surgeries to help them in their um, transitioning from male to female, female to male, um, which are cosmetic, but yet and still, you know what I mean? Children are born with claps and all of that other stuff, and have to fight and. Can't get, you know, just all of that, all of that. You know, I guess people say it ain't no comparison. There I go, being just like that news anchor was. Like one thing ain't really got nothing to do with the other. But I'm going to fill y'all in a lot more next week, and then y'all going to see where I'm coming from. And I'm really going to write it down in all my notes and all that, too, because I want Marnie to know where I'm coming from, too, because he really don't never see them. <laughs> yeah, he do. Yeah, he do. Yeah, he do. I always appreciate when his voice from the sky comes on through to talk to me because I want you to do the same thing. So I'll be back here next week, y'all, doing my thing. It is time for me to go. You know I love my time with y'all. God bless you. God loves you. This was another episode of the You Better Live show with the goddess Chaz, Chaz Real. The Empress Lady Cake Mix. Y'all know what it is and y'all know what it gives. It's more than life to die. So look, you better live, okay? Your news outviews. I give you all of the quotes. Come back and see me next, next, next. Or all of the models, should I say, right? You know I do my thing. Come back and holler at me next week. And guess what? If you want to know what's going to go down, you got to watch the show, watch the show. Because guess what? If ain't nobody here, I is. I'm going to be here, so come back and see me. Come back and see me. I mean, that's all. That's all, right? I live for it. I live for you, too. You better live, y'all. God loves you. God bless you. I'm up out of here till next week. Take care.
The Style Lounge Boutique. For a different caliber of service, the Style Lounge Boutique. For clothing that fits your lifestyle, the Style Lounge Boutique. At 1734 Maryland Avenue. Trust me, you're going to love it here.